Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Twenties podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's podcast time. It's podcast time. We had a good interview this week. We did. We did. Oh, there was, it was fascinating, too. In the fascinating. Yeah, but we're not going to ruin it. You'll have to see it when it comes out. You will. No, it was so good, guys. Seriously. I feel like me and Julia, like, it, we always talk about it being selfish for us on the show and people that we talk to, but I really do feel like people we've booked, which clearly we don't time with our life, but like a lot of what we hear is so timely with what we need to hear. Literally so timely. This one was like so specifically timely and it is, it is so selfish like that we got to talk. I mean, we're talking, we're referencing the episode that we just recorded with Dean Slider, the author of Fearless, which is like, it's such a profound episode. And I think it's going to be so helpful to everyone. And the book is incredible. And it's like so selfish. Like most people read books, but they don't get to talk to the author. Like we then get to like ask the author questions and like hear from them firsthand and it's so it's just a blessing it really is no it is cool because I it's just like you literally like imagine like it's not the same but like to an extent like you watch a movie and then you're like oh my god this person was in this movie and you get to literally ask them firsthand how did you feel when you were writing that when you're performing Mm -hmm. that we're gonna get into the actor world soon just wait Oh, just when, Julia, when Julia does all the things, she's going to get us some cool people. Okay. I'll bring on some cool peeps. Your co-hosts, of course. <laughs> My co-host? Not your co-host. What is it? Co-stars. Your co-stars. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We're not hosting a news program anytime soon. Right, right. Ooh, I kind of like that title. I want to be your co-star. You are my co-star. I know, but like we always say host. I'm going to put co-star on my resume. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I like it. (laughs) Oh, she's doing jazz hands. Anyway, (laughs) um, we're just going to be like talking about a myriad of things because there's myriads going on. Okay, Jellia with the vocab. Oh, you like that? I like that. Myriad. Myriad. I I love it. It reminds me of like, what's that word? This is gonna make no sense to anybody else. But there's like that word when you like are hallucinating something in the desert. A mirage. Julia, what? I don't think that's what hallucinating is. No, when you see like a mirage, a mirage is like when you're like hallucinating and you like see something that's not there. All right, guys, you're like in the desert, dying of thirst. Look up mirage. I literally am because you guys, we, one of our duties as loyal citizens of this country is to fact check Julia on things she confidently <laughs> talks about. I'm telling you, this one's for real. Is Let's it okay? See. Let's see. Mirage. A mirage. A noun. An optical illusion caused by atmospheric conditions, especially the appearance of a sheet of water in the desert or on a hot road caused by a refraction of light in the sky by heated air. See? That's what you meant? I thought you were talking about ayahuasca. What? How does what I said have anything to do with ayahuasca? I thought that it was hallucinating. Uh, You can hallucinate without drugs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's going to be one second, you guys. I'm having um, a plumbing issue, and I realized I just left the sink on. One second. It's just very close. Please, please go fix that. I just want to turn it off. Okay, okay, here we go. This is the real, real. 
This the real, the real. real she's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. This is what, the real. You have to, like leave it on for a while. Yeah, it's been our hack. So me and Chris are very good. Meaning, I tell Chris something's wrong, and then he fixes it. It's very nice. Very nice dynamic. I contribute a lot. Um, but for this particular thing, we've been having like this issue with our hot water tank and we're very scared to like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be replaced. Like we've gotten it like checked a little bit, but we need something extra added than what's already been added. So thus far we've been doing this trick where after we shower or after we like use any hot water, even wash the dishes with hot water, we have to turn the cold water on for like an extended period of time. And I just have to remember to not leave it on for too long. But it's okay. A plumber's coming on Friday. Thrilling. Really thrilling. <laughs> thrilling. Thrilling for our audience. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope you guys didn't turn this off. Plumbing issues. Anyway, let's move on to more exciting things. A myriad. A myriad of things. Um, And I uh, will start it off with Pride and Pickle. My pride. My pride is that my parents came over the other day for a very short amount of time um shorter than I expected uh because I end up having to pick up my new car which is really exciting yeah but 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 I was really happy that my parents came over I like realized that my parents well my mom has been came over on my birthday a couple of weeks ago um and I've seen her I've totally seen her but my dad just came back from Paraguay and he hasn't been over since Christmas so I was really excited to see him we went for a walk and it's just like a really beautiful, it's so satisfying to me when people say positive things about this space, because I think that the first thing that people say whenever they walk in, which is incredibly triggering to me is it's so fucking far. So then I'm always like, can we just like not focus on that? Right. Can we um, yeah. Can we talk about something else? So um, it was really nice to like, just feel very validated and loved how happy they were and how comfortable. And oh, it is very cozy, very comfy. Yeah. Love it. So love that. And my pickle, um, my pickle is that I really, I just feel like there's not enough hours in the day. I know we've said that before and I try really hard to not say that too much because I hate like this portrayal of, um, being busy. Cause I've tried to not look at it as a reward, but I really, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, ha- I can't like catch up to things, even if I try to get ahead. Yeah. Um, so that's like never the best feeling, but we're sorting through and through um and you got a car I did I did and I really love it and it's very today was it rained which was the first time that I commuted from home and the the prindle I don't know what it's actually called the prindle is like where my windshield wipers used to be like it's by the steering wheel oh yeah which is like super different so today was pouring rain and I was like don't touch it Brenda don't touch it (laughs) do you love it though I really love it. It's really pretty. I really, really love it. And I, I don't really like value cars the way I think some people do. Yeah. Not that I don't appreciate them or I'm not grateful for them, but I don't have this, this, I'm not like thinking about cars all the time. Right. Um, but I will say it is such a different like experience, which I never like consider driving an experience really, but it's really cool. And I'm doing my best to just be like solely happy about it and not be like, I'm not worthy. Cause that of course. Car worthy. You work really hard and you deserve a beautiful car. Thank you, Drew. And you have to drive a lot, so you should have something you like. You spend a lot of time in it. I really do. That was part of like the reason why I decided to end up going for um the one that I ended up getting was because I was like, you know what? I really do spend like a lot of time in the car. You do. 
So yeah, but I, I love it. I can't wait to show you when you come visit. Yeah. Sometime in the next couple of weeks. Amazing. Well, hopefully you know the dates by the end of the weekend. Everybody knows that Brenna and I are super big on habits and having and maintaining habits that help us live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we're staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever our goals may be. And that's why today we're talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits in order to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever they may be if you have them, which if you don't all good. But if you have a health or wellness goal, Noom is a great tool to help you out. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. And again, this is so personal. And Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique and what works for someone else might not work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible. It focuses on progress and not perfection, which we love, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you, whatever those goals may be. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Yay! Yay. What about you though? What's the problem pick? Um, my pride this week is that my friend Meryl is here visiting and we have just been, she's my college roommate, and we have just been eating through the city of Los Angeles. Like we have gone to all of the best restaurants. I mean, it's one of the things that we truly love to do together. Like Meryl appreciates food the way I appreciate food. Um, and that like food like is like such a big part of like our, our, um, personalities like it's something that we always bonded on um so I'm taking her to all my favorite places and we've been eating all the good food and it's so good and nothing makes me happier than like a really good meal oh I love that that's yeah. so nice yeah is she, we've been is going still there right now so many good places yeah she's still here she's here till Friday morning Oh, nice. Yes. So we've been eating so much good food. Literally every night we get something delicious. Um, So that's been really fun because usually I wouldn't like go out to eat so many times a week. Like usually we go out to eat like maybe once a week, but um, we're, we are splurging because she's in town and we just have to eat all the good things. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, And my pickle is, this might like end up being what we talk about. So it might take a little time but I am having a struggle I don't really know how to put it because I don't want to be so blatant about it because I don't want like someone to hear it and then like relay it um but I'm part of something that I don't know if it is serving me or if it is hurting me okay and I'm having a very hard time delineating whether it's something I should stay a part of or move on from. Hmm. Um, I will just say outright, I'm not talking about my romantic relationship. That's not what I'm talking about. It might sound like that. I don't want someone to think that. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But yeah, so that so I'm part of something and I don't know if I should continue to be a part of it or, or leave it. Um, and I'm just having a really hard time deciding because there's like pros and cons. And also I'm like questioning 
myself in of like, am I staying in this situation because I want to prove something and like stay because I want to prove that I can like beat the difficult thing or like prove it wrong or like prove it to myself? Um, or is it really like a toxic situation to be in that I would be better off just removing myself from? Mm. And I don't, I, I'm having a really hard time navigating it and figuring it out. Um, and I kind of like changed my mind on it like every five seconds. And it's been taking up a lot of my energy. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to navigate that. And I don't know, I guess I have some tools that I probably could use that I haven't used of like sitting with it quietly and like really like listening. Um, but I think I'm also just having trouble trusting my intuition on it. Mm, yeah. No, I, like, I I'll like, I'll like have it come like an answer come to me and then I'll like question it, mm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's hard. That's really hard. And I appreciate you sharing that, like while you're experiencing it. Cause I think obviously it's a lot easier to talk about something after you figured it out and mm-hmm. like to trace back like, Oh, these are all the steps I took. But while you're going through it, it's really hard to share, especially it's really hard with an audience. Um, but I think that it's something that a lot of people experience. And just so you know, guys, I don't actually know what Julia is referring to whatsoever. So I'm going to talk in generals as well. Um, but maybe that'll allow it to apply to you guys a lot more too, that I think whether it is friendships, whether it's a group, whether it's a community, whether it's a job, like there's going to be so many different instances where we might be part of something that maybe served us in a season and now no longer do. Um, and some, or sometimes it's something different. Like it may still serve us, but we might be in an uncomfortable situation. So like, I guess, starting with the first version of actually outgrowing something, I think that's a really common thing that people go through in their twenties, a thing that we've both experienced. I know in terms of like community, um, I was part of a community, um, last year that I really felt really tied to. Um, I felt tied to emotionally because of the purpose that it served me at a point, but there was this level where I outgrew it to such a degree where I was like, I can no longer show up here authentically Mm -hmm. and still give the best version of myself because the best version of me has shifted from what also serves this community. Like I need something different and that's why I bring something different. And I also, at the same time, I required like from, for me to reach my own personal next level, I required a different energy to be given to me. And that was no longer in that place. Mm. So some of the things that I had to ask myself were, what am I actually getting out of this? What do I like about it? What do I not like about it? What am I feeling? What do I feel when I'm in this situation, in this, in this presence, whatever. And then there's a totally other side of the spectrum, I think, where it's like, we question whether we're in the right space, whether again, a job, a friendship or something else, because it feels challenging Right. And of course, who the fuck likes discomfort? I'm not saying we don't need it, but like, we don't like it. So I've been in moments where I've had um, certain conversations with people who maybe are calling me out on like, hey, Brenda, you're not pushing yourself in this area. And I'm like, oh, I hate hearing that. But I know that pushing myself in this particular area will give me that next level version of me. So um, which one is it that you feel like you're feeling more of the outgrown or you're not sure? It's not really either. It's, it's, but I, I'm glad you provided both of those examples. It's not really either. It's a case in where in this space, there is someone else that is 
largely like the the predominant force of the energy in the space and my energy and their energy I don't really think fits and there are certain things that go on that I don't like or resonate with and so the way I'm showing up in the space is not a fully authentic version of myself I'm like very Mm. guarded very blocked um so on one hand I'm like do I stay here and like work out this challenge for myself like how can I show up authentically as myself despite maybe other people or like someone else's opinion energy etc like do I use do I stay and use this as a challenge to like push myself to be able to do that and like navigate that space and like and there's a lot of things about it that I love that I really like so like that would be the chat the hurdle there Mm. or is this really kind of a toxic situation for me and I'm not gonna grow here and I would just be better removing myself from the situation and finding a different situation in where I am more able to like actually grow and actually flourish and like actually be my authentic self and like bring all of myself to the table because that this element wouldn't be there so and like so I don't know because it's really hard because I don't know which is which is right and Mm -hmm. also I'm like I have had the tendency in the past to like stick with things because I felt like I like I should and like should to prove it to myself or someone or whatever like and I'm like, is that the situation? Like, am I staying in a toxic situation because I feel like quitting would be a failure? Mm, yeah, that's a really, those are really, really good points. And I think that, again, it depends. And I think it's going to depend for our audience too. Like, I think there is this side of it. And I'm sorry if I don't give you like probably the answer you need, but maybe it'll at least make you think about it. Like, totally. I think there's, there's a part of it where it's like, there is this notion that we have to stick out everything isn't fair to any of us. And and I'm saying that to myself too, like this idea that like, if we don't push through with something that it's a weakness, if we back out of something, if we quit something, if we, whatever, I think this notion that like, that's giving up on ourselves or giving up on our dream or giving up on our ability to handle hard things. Like that's just a false narrative. We get to decide what our barometer is for stuff like that, even when it's confusing. Mm-hmm. I think that we know in our heart of hearts when we are like making an excuse or giving a cop out or mm-hmm. giving a bullshit excuse, like something as as simple as any goal that's important to me. If if something comes up, like I know I when I'm really like, I think it comes down to being like silent and quiet and asking yourself the right questions. But I think at the end of the day, we know in our heart of hearts, hello darkness. Hello. Um, if we are actually like doing a, a cop-out type of thing or if it it's something that no longer serves us yeah. and like actually where we we can't where it's not conducive to a point that we can't surpass it and I think that other people's energies do impact that like I do think there are many examples and this is kind of the other end of things I'm sorry the same end of things where like there are people who are incredibly toxic there are people who we will never learn from people who maybe won't support us. And those aren't really people that we want to be around. It's true. Your vibe does attract your tribe. You are the energy of the people that you surround yourself most. Their energy is what you operate out of. So if it's like, 
I guess I'm personally thinking right now of like a job situation where it's like, if you have a boss that doesn't support you, brings no positivity to you, literally, you know, doesn't advocate for you, doesn't listen to you, like all stuff like that. Like, I don't think it's a failure to get another job um, because of something like that. But then I think there's the other end of the spectrum where, (laughs) where it's like, I know that there have been times in my own personal job where I've felt like, dang it, like there's not really that much organization. There's not that much structure. I thrive on that stuff. That's not conducive for me. But I will say in a lot of ways, because I've pushed through certain things that might've not been comfortable for me first, now I have a position I would have never imagined. And I'm a significantly better leader, problem solver, and all of those things, because I had the opportunity to navigate that stuff. So I think it just depends on what aspect of the situation is important to you. Yeah, I just think I need to really feel for myself. Is this a situation that I will grow from? Or is this a situation that's going to continue to block my growth? Mm, That's a good question. And that is the question that I need to answer um, in order to make the decision. But I mean, that's a hard question, man. I don't know yet. Yeah. And I, and I think you, they might be a little bit before you do know, like yeah. it might have to be trial and error of right. you showing up in different energies to see, yeah. to see yeah. if it's actually conducive. Yeah. That's really hard though, Drew. And I'm certain so many people feel that way. And I hope that people do take a, a moment to approach that question with a lot of different things. Like just asking, will I grow from this? My job, my relationship, my, all that stuff. And if the answer is no, but you're still wanting to stay asking yourself why that is, is it a societal tie or belief? Is it a, a worry about what other people around you are going to think? Right. Or you that know, what's you yourself might think it's a failure or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think we have a lot of that like hardo energy in our world right now, where it's like, if you're not pushing through something, then you're either not trying hard enough or you're being weak and I don't think that every decision we make, if we choose to take a step back, I don't think every single time it's an excuse. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it really is. And we have to be honest with ourselves about that. But sometimes things are just like not conducive to us or just like don't actually like benefit us or help us grow, even if they might be that way for somebody else. Like, like, for like running, like running for me, like I know that running is not conducive for me. Like that is not going to improve my health because like it raises my cortisol. Like I don't, I know that I don't enjoy it and that pushing myself to do it wouldn't benefit me. Whereas like that might really be the an opposite case for someone else that pushing themselves to do the run might really benefit them. But I know that I ha- would have like better growth doing yoga or doing Pilates or doing another type of activity like so it's like what's gonna help you grow and what's gonna block your growth because if I got every morning and like tried to fucking run every day like I'd probably spend most days being pretty upset yeah yeah no I think that's a really good example because I think that a lot of people like were in again like this whole like hustle culture this like how big is your routine how well do you meditate even if that's not the intention like it's what it feels like So I think even when it comes to like waking up early or stuff like that, like I, and I will admit this, I a hundred percent used to look at people who woke up early as like superior. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when, when I 
wasn't somebody who woke up earlier. Now I don't, I don't have as much of a choice to be honest, just based on where I live, my job, like all this stuff. Um, so I'm grateful that I made it a habit, but I used to look at it as like, oh, they're waking up early. So they have it together. And I don't, because I'm sleeping till X time, or it's not easy for me to wake up. And I think that's a very common narrative, but I will say that like, now that I have a, a more specific routine that I don't even really consider a routine. It just is. Um, I don't, I don't see it like that. Like, I don't see it as like, oh, I'm superior because I wake up at this time. No, this is just a routine that happens to be conducive at this time in my life. Right. Yeah. And I know that it wouldn't like, it wouldn't be that way for everyone. Like I compare it to like some of our friends who are like, I literally need to sleep until this time. But for me, I get so much more out of my day and out of, I guess, life when I'm able to you know, do those things. That right. So what's conducive for some people might not be conducive for others. There's like yeah. the bottom point of that, but yeah, that's the struggle trying to figure it out. It's tough. It's tough too. And the planets are doing the thing that like makes us think really deeply right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just spending a lot of energy on it. And I'm like, Ugh, like I don't want to spend energy on this anymore. It's like taking up yeah. so much of my thought space. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like over it like I just like it's just taking up so much energy and I just want to be able to like get to the answer but I also know that I can't just like decide and rush it like I need to give it this time and space that I'm giving up but like I don't want to it sucks yeah it's icky it's an icky and it just bogs me down like it's like I'm having such a great week my friend is here like other things are going on I have other things to give my energy to and like it totally bogs me down Yeah. I think that's something that I've noticed about those of us that do like intentional, I guess, personal development work. I think the most frustrating thing we come across is when we feel like we can't like defunk ourselves, even if we're not like in a deep funk, but like that we can't like shake something off when we've worked so intentionally to do so. Yeah. So I I just like put this in a compartment and let it go. Like I just don't, I've never been like that. Like I've never, I, I, not great at compartmentalizing in terms of like my inner brain out outer brain yes can compartmentalize compartmentalize great but in my brain it's all still going on yeah yeah no definitely it's it's really really hard and I think that also especially because of what we've talked about with like certain decisions feeling really defining um because depending on what you're referring to like if something is like a bit like like we talked about weight the last week about like giving things weight and if this is a situation that weighs really heavily on you the decision to not be part of something or to leave something or to take something that might be part of like almost like your identity right now like that's a that's a really heavy decision to make yeah Oh my God. You guys feel that heaviness? <laughs> Ouchie. Oh I want it to go away. I know. We want to take it away for you. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad hope- to share it with all of you guys. Like I'm sure other people can relate. And, you know, we're always, everyone's always dealing with something. So yeah. If anyone's like feeling like they need to make a decision that they're not sure about, like you're not alone. You're not. You're not. Everybody has it in, in their own ways. It really is crazy. Every, every freaking person has something. Everybody has their heart. Yeah. 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 And there's like so many pros and cons. Like I've met, like I've made the list in my head and it's still, it's still difficult. So if, if you're having a decision and you've done all the things and you've sat with it and you've made the list and it still feels difficult, like 
I do believe the the right answer will come to me and I yeah. will like know what the right thing is to do. I just yeah. want to speed up that process, but I don't have that power at the moment. Yeah, of course. No, and, and, and we're here for you, Ju, and for all of our listeners. Just remember that like nothing, even if it feels like it, not most things are not permanent and most things are not irreplaceable. So I think that that hopefully brings a little bit of peace to like, if you change, if you make a decision today, Jew or our listeners, and you decide you want to change your mind. Okay. Like that's okay. Or if you make a decision today and you're happy with the decision, you likely will find something better or something different or something that, that fills it, that will give you a different answer. Mm, good reminder, bud. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes we, like we were saying last week, like sometimes things can feel so important and like, so such a big deal and yeah. so heavy, but like the truth is like, is it really that heavy? Like, yeah, it affects me and it's going to affect my day to day, but is it really a 10? No. Right. Right. And I think that if it, that, that it's also okay to validate your own feeling as being like, it might feel like a 10 right now and that's okay. But is there, what is, why does it feel like a 10, right? Is it because it's so important to you that like, you can't imagine yourself being elsewhere or is something else, the thing that's important to you, somebody else's opinion, what you're going to think of yourself. Did you give up on yourself? Like all, like all those, like, I think another good question is like, what narrative am I telling myself about this decision and what it means to me and what it means to other people and what it says about me as a person? Yeah. I think there's also something I heard yesterday, which like just came to me, which I'm finding helpful right in this moment as we're talking through it is like someone I heard on a podcast yesterday, actually, actually with Jessica Lignato, who you'll hear next week. Um, the mo- such an incredible astrologer and the person was like talking about a contract they were either going to take or not and they weren't sure if it was the right con if the contract was right or not to to move forward with and I like what she said like she was talking they were talking about like a, like in her chart and whatever but the 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 essence of what she said was that this is not the only way it mm-hmm. to get where you want to get it's yeah. one way but there are going to be other ways to get there if you don't take this way. Like this, with this way, you might get there, but there, like there will be other ways also to get there. And like kind of the reminder of like, there's not just one way to get to the things that we want. Like there will always be other ways. Yeah, that's such a good reminder, Jew. I think it's so true. It's 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 li- it's literally. I think the narrative that we're almost sold consistently. It's like you'll only even like you'll only live a happy life if you make X amount of dollars and live in this this place and have this amount of kids. Like this whole false narrative that there's only one way. No, you could be happy single. You could be happy <laughs> with two dollars in your bank account. Like whatever. There's there's just all different spectrums and it looks different for each of us. So I agree, and I do think. And I think more than usual that like, will you know, come across or what's meant for us will find us along the way, regardless of, of what decisions that we make or that we take. And I think our job as actually, I think you've said on the podcast before, but like our job is to do the best that we can to be as happy as we can be in the ways that we feel happy. And I think everything else comes along. Yep. hundred percent. Well, 
I hope everyone out there is doing okay. And I'm really grateful for all you guys to like work through this stuff with. And that's why we do this show because we're all working through stuff in this crazy, crazy time of our lives and you're never alone. So thank you guys for listening and helping me with this one. Thank you, bud. Yeah. Oh, I, I did nothing. We just chatted. We just <laughs> chatted, but chatting is a whole lot. That's why we do this. Adding is healing. Yeah. Oh, is that our new jingle? I hope not because that's horrible. <laughs> Chatting is healing. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that. It was. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. I am sending love to all of you. We hope that you're doing okay. If there's anything that you're struggling with, please let us know. We'd love to talk about it and let you know that you're not alone and please leave us a rating and a review on apple Podcasts. and mean the world to us and we have so many amazing guests coming up so keep listening to the show and share it with your friends and your family and your dog please do woof woof we love you guys so much thank you for all your support thank you for your love and we'll see you next week on thursday actually on thursday goodbye everybody bye everyone Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.